Welcome to another episode of the Calgary Fitness Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Slim, uh, owner-operator of Slim Fitness here in Calgary. This one was a cool episode. I actually had someone reach out from Cambridge, Maryland, uh, Kara Bundy, who is the owner of Heirloom Athletics, a new CrossFit gym uh, in Cambridge, and... She reached out when I was on the Gary Vaynerchuk show and she basically said, hey, you know, like-minded, I liked your message, I liked what you spoke about, I'd love to have you on my show. So this was kind of my chance to feature what I'm all about, kind of what my philosophy is. We didn't talk just about fitness though, we talked a lot about my job in news media and having a newborn and how that's really affected and changed things. You know, especially when it comes to routine and, and, you know, staying fit, staying active, trying to eat healthy, it's a tough balance when you're working with, you know, this COVID-19 pandemic, trying to navigate in the media, the news media world, plus having a newborn. She's two months old, by the way. Uh, it has been very, very interesting to kind of navigate that. So it was good. It was good to chat, chat it out with Kara. Uh, would love it if you gave it a full listen today. Follow Kara at uh, Heirloom Athletics on Instagram and enjoy the podcast. Leave it a five-star rating if you don't mind. Have a good one. First of all, thank you so much for meeting me. My name is Kara. I'm Kara Bundy. I'm the owner of a brand new gym here in town. It's a CrossFit gym called Heirloom Athletics. We opened right before we closed. Yeah. yeah. Um, so one, I want to introduce you, Justin Slim, Slim Fitness. We do not know each other. You are officially my first like stranger guest on cool. our show. Also non-American. So you are where in Canada are you? So, yeah, it's a place called Calgary, Alberta, which is, um, it's kind of towards the west, but uh, we don't have any ocean near us, but we've got the beautiful mountains. That's what we can uh, we can kind of attest to. So it's beautiful I here. Yeah, born and raised, and it's great. So you may notice a Canadian accent come out a little bit through this, but... <laughs> <laughs> I'll try my we best. We won't hold it against you. Yeah, we'll exactly. try not to hold it against you. Yeah. So I first saw you the other day. I actually don't remember what day. It would have been a day last week on the Gary Vaynerchuk show. Mm-hmm. So I am a huge fan of Gary V. I'm new to the tea with Gary V. And I really was, I just kind of was enthralled with your interview specifically. And I was like, hey, I might as well reach out because we have a similar fitness you know, interest. Yeah. But I think you also just one, you got some feedback that has really resonated with me, and then two, you have a lot going on right now. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. So, so um, one thing, just to tell you a little bit about what we're doing with these conversations, is yeah. I really just feel like the context and the perspective is really good for everybody. The more that we can learn about how other people are experiencing this and kind of what they're going through, I think it just generates a lot of empathy and compassion for everybody to kind of appreciate that we're all just one part of this much bigger thing. Mm -hmm. So I would love to start with how the heck did you get on Gary? Like how did that, had you been considering it for a long time or was it like a spur of the moment thing? Yeah, well, great question. Uh, Kara, thank you first off for having me on. This is amazing. This is great to kind of chat because oftentimes we don't get a lot to chat about ourselves, right? And to kind of spitball off of like-minded people. I think that 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 is really, really um, awesome that you're having me on. Uh, So how I got on Gary, I think that that is... How did I get on Gary with Slim Fitness? So I have been on Gary's text platform uh, community, yeah. right? So he sends out, a, you know, every other day or, you know, weekly texts or daily texts or whatever, uh, just with, you know, motivation and just reminders, you know, empathy, compassion, kindness, uh, perspective, you know, and I've been following that for a while and I've been listening to Tea with Gary V and, uh, 
he said on one of the podcasts, he said, or the videos or whatever, he said, you know, if you want to be on, text my app with the hashtag T with Gary V. So I ended up just texting and just being like, okay, well, I'll throw this out there. He probably gets thousands of texts a day, but I'll try it anyways. And lo and behold, about four hours later, his team member texted me back and said, hey, Justin, your question has been selected. You know, tomorrow we're going to be doing it. So heads up, please be prepared at this time. Uh, so yeah, the rest is history. I had a chance to chat with him and it was awesome. It was great. So your question was a little bit around, to paraphrase, just kind of managing it all. Like yeah. you have been struggling with, you know, you work in media, which I would love to talk about as well. Yeah. Just I can't even imagine the pace of that job right yeah. now. Yeah. But then in addition to that, you have this little side hustle mm -hmm. called Slim Fitness. And so when did that start? And then at what point did you start to notice maybe during this that it just felt like you weren't keeping up? Totally. So uh, a little bit of context here. So I just want to go back to my fitness journey and kind of why I started my business and then I can jump into it. So back when I was going through college, university for broadcasting, for media, for journalism, I was not in a good place. I was eating, I was not sleeping, I was drinking, I was partying, and you know, at the I came out of it 240 pounds heavy. I was, you know, I gained a lot of weight, I was unhappy. So that's when I decided to make a big change and in about a year I lost 70 pounds uh, and the rest is history. So I decided, you know, why don't I instill this passion that I now have for fitness and nutrition, why don't I instill that in other people? So I got certified and uh, I joined a group gym, uh, Orange Theory Fitness, I think. I've heard of it, yeah. yeah. So Orange Theory in the States. And I did group training for about four or five years. And I decided, you know what? I think that with the last name of Slim, I, I, need, to, <laughs> I need to market that, right? And, 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 you know, I think my message is not being skinny by any means, but I think it's just a play on words and so on and so forth. So um, what I ended up doing was starting my own business early 2019 and it is, okay. yeah, it's online training specific. So I train a lot of people with, you know, meal plans and, and uh, workout plans and things like that on the online uh, in the online world, similar to what you're doing with your Zoom workouts, right? So uh, yeah, yeah, it would be very similar to that. So I've been doing it for about a year. I was doing outdoor boot camps as well because here in Canada, the summers, we have to utilize them. We have to because our winters are long, but our summers are short. So we want to make sure. So I, I ended up starting an outdoor boot camp as well, and that was pretty successful. Um, earlier this year, um, I'd, you know, I, I continued with the training and so on and so forth. And then March hit, my wife was nine months pregnant. We had our baby the day the NBA decided to cancel their season. And we are just, so my goal was to take a two week pat leave, uh, paternity okay. leave, once we had the baby, um, vacation time, whatever. And um, I was looking at it and I was like, I, this is because I know working in media for 10 plus years, my team is going to be scrambling. They're going to be struggling. This is hard to tell the story. So I canceled, like I canceled our, my paternity leave went right back to work like the next day. Um, wow. So that's where we are now. I'm working from home luckily. So I do get to see the babes uh, pretty frequently. So it's not like I'm, you know, absent or anything like that. But um, yeah, it's keeping me busy, you know, and I'm trying to keep the side hustle going at the same time. And, you know, it's, 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 it's a challenge, but at the same time, Gary being on Gary's show specifically gave me a lot of perspective to say, you know what, just be you, just be patient. This is gonna pass and just keep trusting the process. So that's yeah. what I've been doing. 
So tell me a little bit about that. How were you immediately able to recognize that as advice that you could kind of go with? Because I would, you know, that advice specifically for me, I think was a game changer in this process of opening a business, because I think that is my default and almost to just live in that constant state of not doing enough and having to, you know, have the patience and be willing to, you know, good enough is good enough is is something that I have to remind myself a lot of. Were you able to immediately kind of connect with that advice or did it take you some time? So I've been listening to Gary for a long time. So I'd say, you know, about three years or so. And when you hear it, when he's talking to someone else, you're like, yeah, that's a good piece of advice. And then you move on. But when you hear it come in your ears with your name and your DNA attached to that, that's when it really starts to click. And you start to think, yes, that is so true. And to be honest, for someone to say to you, just relax, your content then becomes greater. It becomes stronger because you're not trying to pander to, you know, the fitness realm. And you know, I'm great. I'm grateful that people are doing at home workouts, but everybody is doing at home workouts right now. So it's hard to compete. And I get that feeling of, you know, am I doing enough for my clientele? Am I doing enough? But you know what? Just being you is enough to them. So yeah. I think that that was really eye opening to me. So, you know, my content has gotten better to that. It, it's just not as frequent and I'm okay with that. It, right. So, yeah. yeah. And then how does that affect your kind of overall demeanor? Like, do you have any sort of stress release during the day then from that? Or, you know, is that was that something you were carrying around with you? Like just the constant feeling the need to keep going and, and now you're able to ease a little bit or is the stress still there? You're managing. So it's when this pandemic hit, I mean, it's 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 a lot different in other places of the world. But here in Canada, it was... It was scary, it was game changing, right? So immediately I put my business on the back burner. The only thing I was focusing on was uh, client services. So the clients that I still did have, and a lot of them canceled, and that's fine, right? Because a lot of people are, I get it. But yeah. um, taking care of the people that I did have was was priority number one for me. So I let that, and and you know, <sighs> How do you get a stress release? I don't know. I, I think that that was really hard. I think having a baby just really gave me perspective. It's our second child. So, you know, yeah. having that perspective to say, I'd rather spend time with them than try to put out this content. And, you know, I think it is a work in progress to just say, you know what? Try not to be stressed about it. It's going to happen day by day. And yeah, I think that, you know, I'm working on it every single day. The weather is getting better here in Canada. I mean, that helps. I'm trying to get, I'm going to try and convert this into Fahrenheit, but I think that we're at about 65, 70 is our, is oh, our yeah. So it's, it's a good weather. Now we can get outdoors. We're walking around, we're getting the babes outside. So, uh, I think that that's been my, one of my biggest releases is actually getting outside because when this first hit, it was still cold, cold, cold here. So you were almost locked inside. So that was tough. So just to show how much I'm not sure. So that would be, is that like 22 degrees Celsius? If I was going to guess. Uh, so yeah, my math isn't, it's about 17, 18 degrees Celsius. 17, 18. Yeah. Well, I, okay. Yeah. So then just to shift gears a little bit, because it's a huge part, I think of your experience is working in media right yeah. now. Yep. How the heck? Like, yep. I, you know, 
From the outside, to me, that just seems like a world that so many of us know nothing about Mm -hmm. the backside. So one kind of specifically, what is your job? And can you talk a little bit about what is there a day to day? Is it just like papers flying everywhere all the time is what I imagine, you know, just constantly moving, right? Yeah. And uh, so a little bit of context here. So I have been working in Canadian media for about 11 years now. And this is the hardest I've been working in those 11 years, for sure, by far, hands down. Um, So that, um, it's, it's, yes, it's been long, stressful. It's been 12 hour, 13 hour days. And, and a, a thing about our organization, so, and say what you will about the media, but some of the larger media companies, they have the staff. We are a smaller company. We've only been around for two years. So our, oh, wow. yeah, our governing body here in Canada is called the Canadian Radio and Television, Television Council, also known as the CRTC. And what they okay. mandated two years ago was that our broadcaster parent, uh, needed to have a six o'clock and an 11 o'clock show. So we started two years ago from nothing. And we have decided that, you know what, we're not going to be a fancy production. And, you know, my bosses are going to hate that I say this, but <laughs> we're not going to have anchors on the news. We're not going to pay big people, big bucks, you know, so on and so forth. We're going to have reporters shoot their own material, right? So they're out on the field. They're known as video journalists. So okay. this is just the way that the media is going because there's it's hard advertising dollars it's hard to get people's attention with social media right people are getting their news from other places at this point and we get that we know that it's a struggle so we're trying to do it a little bit less expensive so how that relates to my role is they hired me on as the digital manager okay so I manage our websites, the content that goes on our websites right across the country. So whether that's written content, whether that's video content, whether that's live streaming press conferences, whether that's Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, whatever, whatever platform. So I'm all over it. Um, I manage it for five cities right across Canada from east to west. Yeah, so it's um, it's busy, it's busy all the time. Um, and my days go by very quick, let's just say that. So. <laughs> And so one of the things that I've been hearing from a lot of people that are still working right now, I'd be curious if you can relate to this at all, is that even though we have, say, our same jobs or our same job title, the actual scope of work is totally different. Totally different. Totally right? Different. Yeah. How is that possible for all of us right now? But like, that's the common denominator, I think, I think causing a lot of exhaustion yeah. because it's hard to quantify that I'm doing the same job, I'm technically doing the same, you know, work but it's so different and it's so tiring and i need to figure it out along the way like it's a constant something new totally and i think the biggest thing for that for me anyways is working from home because there's no escape there's no external i mean you wake up you maybe work out you have some breakfast and then you're right at the desk working right away when you're done you're like okay i guess i'm done Okay. And for me, like with my business too, what I ended up doing is the commute to work is where I would end up doing a lot of my content creation and writing and so on. Because my commute is probably about 
60 minutes one way, so I'd have a two-hour commute every day. Okay. But I like that. I like it because yeah. I jump on the train, I would put my head down, and I'm working. I'm working for that hour, so that would give me lots of uh, time to really focus on my business. But now it's 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 hard to carve that out, and you know it's it's hard to get that escape. So that's why I think it feels for me, anyways. That's why it's so overwhelming because you know it's it's you're right there with the family, you're right there with the kids, you're right there in your own home. I mean, your yeah. bed is just a step away, so it, it's kind of hard. And I get that for a lot of people too. And I think for a lot of people too is figuring out the technology, right? Because <laughs> when you're locked into a system at work and you know how things and the processes are all different and so on, I'll give you a good example. So my mother-in-law, yeah. her cable and her internet just went out. Oh so no. She's she's a divorcee, so she's she's, you know, by herself. She needs that TV. She needs that the, the internet course. to make sure that she's staying connected, so on and so forth. And um the company that, you know, gives her the internet and cable, they're all working from home. So she's been on the phone for 6 days straight trying to figure this out because nobody can really help her because they're working mobile as well. And I think that's hard for a lot of people. It's really really challenging at this point. Yeah, we have a similar example of uh, a member who's in the 60 plus age range who is trying to navigate online classes, which is new for all of us. But, you know, somebody who did not grow up with any of this and then trying to figure that out, needing to get Internet into a different room of the house to navigate around how the house works and with other people that may be sleeping and you're not used to jumping around in the house and then trying to get talked through over the phone how to connect a new router at that age like it's i just appreciate the effort of everybody trying to it it it's not as simple as it sounds not that it sounds simple but it's like oh yeah i'll just get wi-fi in a new room and then like 10 days later and three steps later and all it's a lot there's a lot it's hard right it's challenging it is. Have you found any sort of hacks or rhythm or routine or like space in your house that you have been able to like designate as workspace versus family space that See, helps divide the time maybe? Yeah. So it's, um, we have a smaller house. So we're in a town home right now. And so we're about 1200, 1300 square feet, but we are three levels and our bottom level, which is where I am right now. So I'll give you, see if I can. Yeah. Yeah. So it's my kid's playroom, but that space right there is my gym, right? (laughs) So I found this place as my escape, to be honest with you, because it's, it's separate. It's on a different level, so on and so forth. And, um, another thing for us too is, is my wife and I made an agreement. We've been married for six years and we made an agreement from the beginning that we would never put a TV in our bedroom. And that if for that reason, because we needed an escape from the real world, we didn't want to still be connected to, you know, the news and the shows and things like that. So we've, I, I actually find that that's been helpful um, because then it's really you shut down you turn off you really focus on your mental health when you're in the bedroom Uh or when I'm down here you know working out so nice so then talk to us a little bit about your workout regimen and routine have have, did that I I think what we found for a lot of people is is it's been an evolution I think you kind of dive full speed in the first couple weeks into like transitioning to at-home work what does my new job scope look like what is that and then maybe I'll go for a walk every now and again. Yep, yep. And now you're in like those routines. We have much more of a set schedule with the Zoom classes, more consistency, I think, with attendance. Mm-hmm. Do you find that you've gone down a similar path? 100%, 100% I have. And I think 
you know, all the parents out there listening too, newborn life is tough. It is hard. You're not sleeping. I mean, if you can get a freezer, and I think the biggest thing too is grandma can't come visit and we can't drop the kids off. And I think that's for a lot of parents too. So the struggle is real. So for the first little bit with my workout and my, like I wasn't working out, if I could get outside and walk around the block, that was a success. And like I mentioned earlier, the weather was so cold. It was freezing, right? So even just walking to the mailbox, because we have, we don't have mailboxes on our house. We have like a community mailbox where you kind of have to walk a little bit too. Um, But um, yeah, it it was a challenge at the beginning. And, you know, I'm never saying that weight gain or weight loss should be a goal for a lot of people, but I did put on some pounds and I, I'm okay with that now because it's the stress, the pressure, you have to go easy on yourself and realize that none of us have been through anything like this before. So to go easy on yourself and say, you know what? Just do what you can. And now that we found a rhythm, you know, if you're able to join an online class, you're finding a lot of communities, Kara, people, people like you doing great things right now, doing these online classes to make sure that people are well supported. And, um, you know, it's, it's, it's a challenge every day, uh, but we're making it work. So right now my routine, what am I doing? So I'm, I think the one thing that's really exciting for me is that I am doing a lot more program design because I only, I only have a set of dumbbells. So it's it's using what you've got, using your body weight, using dumbbells. I don't have any, I just ordered a pull-up bar, so that's next for me, but uh, right now it's really, really just focusing on, you know, unilateral work, I'm focusing on um, tempo, I'm focusing yeah. on, yeah, and, and timing, timing, timing my runs. So instead of just like, you know, doing a 5k run, for example, maybe I'll do a 5k and then follow that up by sprint drills, or maybe I'll do like a 3k and then do some sprint drills. I'm getting back into skipping. Like, I mean, things like that, I think that, um, have been really beneficial to me. And one thing that I think has been a lot of the, and it's super underrated is low impact hit has been amazing for me right now. Ah, Yeah. So yeah, doing a lot of stair work, doing a lot of running on the spot, doing a lot of ladder work, those kinds of things where I'm not focusing too much on the jumping, but I'm focusing on the faster feet because a little bit more about, uh, of my background is I, I mean, I consider myself an athlete. I mean, say what you will, but I was a hockey referee at a, oh, nice. uh, at a very high level growing up. So I almost made it to the NHL. Um, so that was really, ex- so I, had to, I really had to have those fast feet. So I'm getting back to my roots at this point. So that's been my training. I've been getting back into play, um, like making sure that play is part of the workout as well. And it's not so, you know, here are your sets and your reps, but I might do something like, okay, here's what I'm going to do for 30 minutes. And then the next 30 minutes, I'm going to be doing swings with my daughter, my three-year-old daughter, right? So yeah. it's just, it's getting back to play. It's having fun with it and just not over judging. If I only do a 15 minute workout one day, I don't judge it. I let it go. And I just move on to the next day. Yeah. Yeah. I find that we're focusing a lot on that too, is almost just, it, well, not almost, but it's more important right now that we're trying to get everybody to sustain the routine mm-hmm. of carving out 20 to 40 minutes a day, four to six days a week, what you do in that time, I'm much less concerned about than actually just losing that time altogether. So maybe it is a walk outside, maybe it is low intensity, maybe it's high intensity. That aspect of it right now is much less important than just giving up on the time altogether and replacing it with something else. Because then when we do 
evolve into wherever whatever comes next we can just keep that routine alive and then we may be less emotionally and mentally exhausted from this and we have more to give you know we keep saying life is intense right now so your workouts don't need to be as intense thank you right thank you for saying that and i think that that's crucial for a lot of people who are listening right now because there are still people who are quote unquote giving it their all and going crazy. And I mean, how, how can you do that when you are still trying to navigate this new world? So I think that the key there, I think that the key that you really said is don't overjudge your workouts at this point. You can't Don't, don't make yourself feel so guilty about not getting it done because I mean, you and I both know, the, the things that people post on social media, that's their highlight reel. That's the stuff that they are doing when they are well-rested, well-fed, you know, so on and so forth. So don't overjudge yourself because it's okay. We're going to get through this. This is temporary. Do what you can right now and then get back on track, you know, once. And I'm glad that you're doing a routine because then it reminds people too that, you know, this is okay. This is okay to do it at this specific time, you know, and just do what you can. Yeah. And the reminder that, you know, a lot of the people that we follow online, that the fitness is their livelihood. Mm -hmm. So they have to sustain a different level of maybe intensity or regularity if they are competing or they have significant sponsorships or any of that. When we're getting fit for regular life and trying to, you know, prepare ourselves to be, you know, self-sustaining and live independently when we're old, it just looks a lot different. So that perspective, I think, is real. This, I found that this time has been a great time to build perspective. Mm-hmm. I think for all of the reasons that we have talked about, right? Like, because it can, like fulfilling your path to wellness has to fit in whether we're in a pandemic or not. Yeah. It can't be that thing that you go so hard in, but then you don't have time for when the world is falling apart. That means it doesn't really fit in with your regular life overall. And so talk to me a little bit about the dynamics of the newborn. Congratulations. Yes. So the same day the NBA announced you have a new baby and you also have a toddler. Yep. We've got a toddler, a three-year-old as well. Both girls. Oh, congratulations. Thank you. Um, so it has been so sleep is abundant. Sleep is great. <laughs> it is amazing. <laughs> you know what? And it's actually, it's funny that you mentioned that too. So first off, I really have to give credit to my wife. She is a superstar. Yeah. She is a real, real amazing person. So we are actually really fortunate here in Canada and I'm so grateful for this. Um, and I don't know what the rules are in the States, but in Canada, we, my wife can apply for an 18 month maternity leave. So I know. So she is on an 18 month maternity leave right now, um, which has I mean, this lets her reset because she's unsure about her job now. And so it was perfect timing in that aspect. Right. So when she saw how hard I was working and she saw I was, you know, Kara, I have to be completely transparent with you. There were some days where I broke down in the fetal position crying. Sure. and I'm not a frontline working worker. I can only imagine what they're going through if if I face that externally just having to report on it. So thank you, yep. kudos to our frontline workers. They are the real heroes in this. I, you know, we couldn't we For couldn't sure. do this without you. Um, but aside from that, so um, my wife has been a real, real superhero. She actually, when she saw me um, working as hard as I was, she said, I'm gonna let you sleep at night. 
I'm going to take care of the nighttime feedings. And that has been a real game changer. The fact that she lets me sleep has been so incredible, not only for my mental health, but for our relationship together, because I could only imagine how grumpy and how irritable I would be if, if I had to work with that stress level and, um, you know, just try to put it up. So on the weekends, that's when it's my responsibility. So I'm only working Monday, Friday. Yeah. So it's my responsibility in the night, which is great. I mean, we're finding that balance. Um, but our kid, you know, and, and I think that every parent says this, but our kid is a rock star. She's (laughs) like, she barely cries. She's actually sleeping very well through the night. And I know the regression is going to come. I know we're preparing for that. But so on. And so, I, I mean, it's been great. She has been an amazing baby. A little Jovi. She's seven, eight weeks now. Yeah, she's eight weeks now. Um, so it's been um, it's been cool. It's been really cool. And, uh, you know, what's lucky for me is working from home. I get to take the silver lining by putting her on my knees while I'm still working, right? So I can yeah. still have that connection and she's, you know, it's 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 actually been not as bad as I thought it would be. I mean, the first month was a little bit more challenging because that's when re- things were really hard, but now we're really finding a groove and it's it's really been it's been okay. Yeah. I think the point you make about your wife is so valuable because we talk a lot about relationships Mm -hmm. and I think just being in tune to what your partner may need, even though they're not able to verbalize it, Mm -hmm. like her being able to see that exhaustion and it's really hard for anybody, men or women to just be like, I just really need your help here or I need, you know, I this isn't a reflection of how much I love the kids or the family, but I just need to sleep through the night to be able to function at my job and as a father during the day. Uh, You know, I think that's really valuable. And I I think that's one way that a lot of us can really help in our relationship without asking anything of our partner is just to be really honest about being aware of how, we can interpret their feelings because we know after a certain amount of years, even without saying, you know, it's easy to see either frustration or exhaustion or overwhelm on the face of the people that you love and being able to respond to that in a compassionate way. Even if you have to give more of yourself, just it, it changes the evolution, right? It it makes the path better for you both. So that's really Powerful. She yeah. does sound like a rock star. She is. She's my, she's my rock. She's been, you know, and it's funny. Uh, her and I were, we knew each other in high school. So um, we never dated in high school. We were friends. We had, you know, boyfriend, girlfriends of other people. But it's funny. And I'm so grateful that I did get into the media because what ended up happening is my internship is where she was taking her undergrad. So we reconnected. Uh, yeah, it's just, I mean, it's total serendipity. It. Yeah, it's total serendipity. And it was just meant to be. So she's, she's yeah. a real rock star. Jessica, I love you. Oh, that's <laughs> sweet. So tell people where they can find you. I, I think, so it's interesting. So I, our fitness business is online now because it has to be. But we are based in Cambridge, Maryland, on the eastern shore of Maryland. But I am a huge advocate for just moving. I think exercise is important for a healthy life for everybody. And I can appreciate that some people are going to find that in a gym setting. We are CrossFit specifically. Some people are going to prefer to do that online. So I'd love for you to just talk maybe a little bit about, you know, your website, what what sorts of um 
offers you have online, like what people can expect if they were to sign up with Slump Fitness and kind of what that would look like? Sure. Yeah. So uh, I appreciate that opportunity. Thank you, Kara. So my website is justinslim.com. There are two M's in slim. Um, I am on all social media platforms. You'll find me on YouTube. You'll find me on LinkedIn. You'll find me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. I'm ever TikTok. Are you on TikTok yet, Kara? I'm on TikTok. I have one video. I, I can't. I can't figure it out. Yeah, it's tough. It, it is tough. I, I'm, I'm in I'm in the um, analyzation phase. Okay, I have good. to say, like I'm spending more time watching. I just can't figure out what what to do. Yes, I, it's 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 a fun platform. I'll say that right now. And going back real quick about just content, um, yeah. it has. I don't put any fitness content on there because. What I found with fitness content is the ones that win are the people with six pack shredded abs, the people who are able to dance. I can't do that. But what I find is is I can tell stories and I think I'm funny sometimes. So, <laughs> I mean, you have to play to what your strengths are. And I think that that's been really fun for TikTok, right, too, because it's not just sets and reps, as I mentioned earlier. I mean, we have to show who we are as people and it's storytelling. Yeah. So I'm, I'm everywhere. You can find me at Slim Fitness. Um, so what, what working with me would look like is it is entirely online based. So what that means okay. is um, I provide workout plans with video support. I provide... Uh, nutrition support with you know calories and macros so on and so forth um, we do weekly check-ins weekly phone calls to make sure that you are staying true to your goals we work with what you have so what equipment you're available to use we look at your injury history we look at things that you know you enjoy doing um, and I think that the, the the biggest part with me comes through the coaching itself like the weekly calls to say okay let's check in how's it going so on and so forth and I think that that has you know been a real success for me. So yeah, that's where you can find me. That's awesome. Well, I couldn't be more appreciative of your time. I really thank you for meeting with me and taking yeah. the time out. I know you are extraordinarily busy and you don't even know who we are. So I no, no problem, Kara. I appreciate the opportunity. Thank you so much. And it looks like you're doing good things as well. And, you know, like you said, the fact that you started your business and then it had to stop, this is a real opportunity now to find out who you are as a person and to find out who you are as a business. And I think that you're really serving your community the right way. So kudos oh, to you. Oh, thank you very much. Yeah, so our, just we, I'll end the video with just we, our core values are growth and connection. And I think I that I we couldn't be practicing this more than through these, you know, live chats because one, they're terrifying for me. So I'm certainly growing, you know, in the experience to just kind of making it up and then just connecting with people about their experiences. I think it does a lot to, to bring communities together, even around the world. So I, I thank you very much. I hope you have a wonderful day. We are expressing a lot of gratitude for our beautiful weather as well. So I can relate to that. I hope you continue on the sunshine wave of spring for Canada. Thank you. And same Bye. to you, Kara. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Calgary Fitness Podcast. You know, it, it, it's funny. A lot of people are listening to this. Uh, leave it a five-star rating if you don't mind. Share it with someone that you know or love or could benefit from the information as well. That would mean the world to me. Otherwise, you have an awesome day. We'll talk soon.